Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 811 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Tyron, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com. FreshBooks is an awesome service that allows you to easily manage and keep track of your business finances from your income to your expenses, and especially your invoicing. So if you do any invoicing for for anything, you bill anybody for anything, uh, you can do it through FreshBooks really easily. Literally within 30 seconds, you could send people a very professional-looking invoice. You'll, you are able to keep track of who opens those invoices and be able to follow up when you didn't get paid on time either. So it's a great, great tool that you can use for your business, no matter what kind of billing you do, and I highly recommend it. You can check it out for 30 days for free if you go to freshbooks.com slash askpat and you enter askpat in the how did you hear about us section. All right, now here's today's question from Tyron. Hi, Pat. My name is Tyron Giuliani. My wife and I started a wedding um, dress rental business in Tokyo, Japan, TIGdress.com. We're actually ranked number one in Japan now, and we serve over 3,500 couples yearly. Uh, We were very poor at collecting data and really haven't monetized it. Reading uh, recent articles, uh, the consumer... Uh, wedding consumer is someone who's really um, more prepared to spend money and um, receive advertising that's related to pain points during wedding and milestones after a wedding. Over the next few years, I think we can collect over 10,000 couples data. I want to start to market to this list, but um, really don't know the best way to begin. So my question is, how's the best way? to monetize this list and serve our customers beyond our wedding business. Uh, we actually do have a beauty clinic, which is an obviously an obvious first hire, but I want to deliver um, true value to these customers and also provide an extra revenue stream for our business. Thanks, Pat. Bye. Hey, Tyron. Thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate this. It's interesting because I made a mistake that was similar when I first started out in business in 2008. I started selling an ebook. And it did very well, and I wasn't collecting data from those customers. I wasn't even collecting email addresses. I had a very limited amount of resources to be able to reconnect with those customers and sell them more stuff as I came uh, came out with it down the road. So it was definitely a big mistake, and so it happens. You know, it happens. The best thing you can do is start the right way from this point forward, and that is when you get new customers, you collect as much information as uh, you can comfortably do at the time. And you can always collect more data points and information uh, further down the road. But I think the most important things to collect up front are email address and other contact-related information um, and and things like that. Other ways to go about building this community and then being able to serve that list or that that, uh, group of people even more, um, you might be able to utilize things like a Facebook page. Uh, Facebook group. What's nice about using social media like that and even Instagram is related to your wedding uh, dress stuff. I mean, that's that's stuff that people love to share and love to uh, announce to other people. And when you are tagged or when you are shared along with it, uh, it'll just expand your exposure as well at the same time. So utilizing social media is great too. What's really cool after you start building these lists is you can actually reach out to them and start you know, offering other products and you know, whether they're your own products or you have formed a partnership or an affiliate or referral relationship with another company, I mean, it becomes a lot easier for you to start um, helping people out. But what I would recommend is not just do it in sort of a, hey, I have this list and hey, here's a product. I would actually try 
to get really deep with the relationships that you have with your current customers. And I think if you have any sort of contact with information with them now, I would just start to build those relationships without even selling them anything. If you, you, I mean, if it sounds like you're going to be starting from scratch here related to building this community, well, do it the right way and build these real relationships where you get to know these people by name. You get to talk to them. You get to understand where they're at in their lives. And if they can see you as a resource, not just as somebody who's trying to ping them with pitch after pitch after pitch, but rather somebody who knows people in this industry who can offer help when they come across these different eras of their life after marriage, uh, it can be really helpful. I mean, there's many aspects to life after marriage, obviously, that you could help provide services for or contact information for. You could simply provide a lead to a financial advisor, for example, or you can offer uh, things related to taking a honeymoon vacation, travel, uh, gifting, you know, all those kinds of things uh, go along with it. But if you are there simply as a as a company who's just pinging them with pitch after pitch, they're not going to be, they're not going to want to hear it anymore. Uh, they're not going to feel like you actually care. So that's why I feel like the approach of going, okay, let's build this relationship first and then try to understand where these people are. If you can get to the point of segmentation as well, based on interest and where they're at, uh, based on how many years after they were married, um, inserting, for example, when they were married and when their anniversary is, that way you can reach out to them and you know wish them well. That those kinds of things, things that like friends and family would do, are things that you can do too. And as a company, it'll help you grow, help you build trust and authority. And when you do that, they're going to take your recommendations and trust you much, much more. Um, so that's where I would start. I, you know, it might be a slow crawl, uh, but I, but what I would do is, if you really want to nail this down, I would actually start and try to get a hundred people on the call online, like literally talk to them, follow up with them. I think you're going to be amazed at what happens, Tyron, if you were to reach out to these people. If you have any sort of information, I mean, even a phone call, just reaching out to a couple that you had served way back in the day and say, hey, I just know your anniversary is coming up. Uh, I just wanted to see how things were going. I remember, you know, you, you had her dress and you looked beautiful in it and uh, just wanted to know kind of how, thing, how things were going and if there was anything else we could do. You know, we have, um, you know, a lot of partnerships and relationships with people who help married couples and you know i'm not pitching anything to you right now but i just want to know uh, is there anything that you might need help with and if not then that's fine but you still have impressed them by offering which i think is really cool and it's offering from a place of value not offering from a place of oh well i want something else in return so tyron just a lot of conversation and certain and things here just to keep in mind uh but again it all starts with building this this audience uh, and I think doing it in the right way, like I had just mentioned, is the right way to go about it. And then asking them, okay, what what do they need help with? And then down the road, you can get into some more advanced, like I said, segmentation where you'd be able to collect even more data related to where they're at and what their needs are. You'd be able to cross-promote things or only serve certain recommendations after they've gone through a different program or have gone through something else already just to make sure it's right in the right chronological order. Um, and then obviously there's things related to having kids and babies and you know all these sorts of things that relate as well. So I definitely think it's definitely a, uh, a potentially very profitable business uh, sort of side thing or it could potentially become your full-time thing, offering more than just wedding dresses. That was just sort of your entry into this point and, and, and into their lives and now you're going to offer other things too. So Tyron, hopefully this information is helpful, inspiring to you and gives you some ideas to work with. I want to thank you so much for your question today and I also want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd love potentially featured here on the show as well, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here is a quote by Peter Drucker. He says, whenever you see a successful business, someone once made a courageous decision. Amen. 
Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. And again, for those of you who uh, aren't aware, Smart From Scratch, my brand new course, carts are open right now. They're going to be closed very soon, but I am taking a new round of students who want to validate their business idea right from the beginning. Uh, You can find that at smartfromscratch.com. Thanks so much, and I'll see you later. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.